I'm Rhett. And I'm Brandon. And we're, we're the, the House Dads. Dads. Because we're dads who sell houses. But we're also husbands, business owners, sports freaks, Christians. Friends, marketing nerds, TV show bingers, and so many more things. Like so many of you, we're just trying to do it all. We're trying to do it well. And that's what we're here to talk about. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of House Dads. This is refreshing. It is. Huh? We're like, back. We love our guests. Yeah, we love our guests. But it's been a while where it's just been you and me kicking it, yep. man. So welcome, uh, you know, 2024, if you haven't noticed yet, we're going to do things a little different this year. You know, we, we like we've been doing this for a year now. Yep. It's popped up in my memories that <laughs> we announced a year ago that we were doing the House Dads, yeah. House Dads podcast. This man, we were just talking about how cool it would be to have a research guy. This would be the point <laughs> to point at somebody and say how many podcasts fail Within the first yeah. year. Can you Google how many fail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we are? That, that guy over there. We'll but get no, there. Maybe I'm, next year. I'm pretty sure it's like a significant amount of them don't come back. Or yeah. they do like a couple episodes and then they don't even make yeah. it as far. I mean, that, I've, I've been told like, how many episodes? And you tell, we say, I think 40. And like, oh, okay. Like yeah. th- it perks up a little bit. People. But either way, we're still learning. Yeah, exactly. We're learning a lot. We're it, tweaking. It, and so that's where, you know, we're going to start today. We're adjusting things a little bit. You know, we've always wanted to break, like bring this as a community, you know, of people like-minded heading the same direction as us. And so we're learning what I think that you guys would probably like to hear the most. And these are the, the ones that we do um, solo, not solo, but as duos yeah. without guests. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a little bit more conversational. Just For talk sure. about things that are on our hearts, things that we feel like are going, that, that you guys may be going through. And so we're just going to be able to have these open conversations and then we're going to be d- dropping them every other week. Yes. Right. And so we'll have, we'll stagger them with a guest episode and then we'll do an episode with just us kind of having these conversations and the ones that we do like this, we're going to have some different segments yeah. attached to it. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it, we'll kind of start off talking about what things are going on and then, you know, talk about some more stuff that's going on with us. So it, we just hope it allows uh, you guys to converse with us a little bit more. I For know sure. it sounds strange because you're listening to this on in, in the car or watching it from, you know, work or whatever it is. Bathtub. But we just I don't know. Maybe there's. I don't not know. A, Maybe there's some. Yeah, in the bathtub. there might be some bathtub listeners. I've got some buddies that still take baths, and I'm like, I dude, I hadn't fit in years. a bathtub in like ten years. Fit. Takes too much time, too. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, uh, but yeah, if you're listening to us with your candle and glass of wine, and you're in the bath. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Go back and watch the Lululemon episode. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> Zoom in a little bit. It, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's funny, though, too. You go, kind of going back to memories yeah. of like, you know, how far we've, not how far we've come, but things and memories we've had. But right. Not that long ago, we were filming episodes in here and it was so hot. Yeah. The, the AC <laughs> was broken. And to be transparent, we were trying to shed as many clothes as possible that you couldn't see. Shoes were off. 100%. For sure. Pants were pulled. We almost took the pants <laughs> off. conversations like, hey, Caden, how much can yeah, you can, see? Can we below take the our table? pants off? We are so stinking sweaty and hot in here. And now today, Freezing we're, cold. we're cold. We're, yeah. we're bundled up. So it's, you know, the yeah. cycle of life. Yeah, we also shot weather. a guest episode right before this. And if you've watched any of the previous, uh, Red has got me in my Lululemon era. And so I was wearing my vest for the last episode. So we're like, oh, we can't match. We got to mm-hmm. trade in and out, you know. So uh, uh, yep. fashion advice when you come to the house dads as well. Lulu but, boys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll change the name to our podcast. Yeah. But so we're, we're in the middle of January. <laughs> right in the middle of January. Um, you know, I, I get this feeling and it's, it's, I think it's telling me that maybe I could uh, invest less time into it. But when fantasy football ends... <laughs> 
I'm like, what do I do with all my spare time? <laughs> like, man, yeah. I, I invested all this time. And this year, it, it's sad to say that I didn't bring home a championship. Yeah, um, I was in the uh, runner-up. I was in third place game, mm-hmm. and I ended up in fourth place. So ah, no prize money, no, no nothing. You still made the playoffs, though. Made the playoffs. Yeah. That's that's a given, man. I'm never going to be out of the playoffs. Yeah. But <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Well, I'm speaking kidding. of research guy, we would need one to say, hey, what are the stats on the record of people who are dads? And is there a stat on the more the more kids you have, the performance you have? How does that work in your fantasy? Because might be that's there. my excuse that I use. I'm yeah. like, hey, shut up, y'all! I got three kids. Yeah, like I don't care about this. Yeah, you know. But yeah. for me, uh, I was in two leagues: a redraft league and then a dynasty league. Yeah, dynasty league uh, was actually really good. I finished. I don't even remember where I finished, but I own. So here's the thing. I was say, is it that good if you don't remember where you oh, finished? Well, <laughs> I, I was for for all season. I was like top three. I was like, there's two that were ahead of me, and I'm like. I'm, I have I have a chance. Yeah, and I lost my my playoff game by 0.5 points. Oh, that's brutal. Man. And I did the math. If I would have won, which if I just would have sure. played one player different, yeah. which I almost did, yeah, that's brutal. I would have won the whole thing because I would have beat every the next week. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty brutal. But it didn't count. It didn't yeah. count. What ifs? The redraft league was a horrendous just train wreck. Yeah. We'll talk about that. At least you can just restart. That's easy for next year. So now we get to actually watch the game. Real football. Yeah. And that's it. I'm not actually like, I don't have these divided interests of, Oh, I hope he scores, but you know, not here or not, you know, all that different stuff. (laughs) But now I can actually just enjoy some football. And I think we figure we go on the record and make some bold predictions on who's going to be in the Super Bowl right now. We're talking about this. We're still in the divisional round. We haven't made it to the championship, conference championship rounds. Um, so, you know, you've still got Texans, Ravens, Packers, 49ers, Bucks, Lions, Chiefs, and Bills all in play. And so I, I am going to make my Cinderella prediction. And I think that Dan Campbell, he's biting off people's kneecaps. He is two venti yeah, coffees a day. Do two venti coffees a day. I think they've just got I don't think they're the best they're not the most talented team left no. by any means, but no. I think they are going to play. I think they're going to beat the Bucks this week. I think then NFC, they'll probably beat the 49ers. I think they're going to find themselves in the Super Bowl. I think that they probably end up losing. Okay. Two This is harder for me the AFC. I don't know. I I think I think probably the Ravens, and I think the Ravens take it home. Oof. I think it's the year of the Harbaugh's, you know, they yeah. just doing their thing. And so I think it's Ravens and Lions, and I think Ravens take it. What do you think, Retro? I uh, I think the Taylor Swifts are going to win. Oh, let's go. No, I'm no? Uh, but that is funny Sorry. that she's literally taking over the, the NFL. I don't think they're making it out this week. I, I, I am not confident in them uh, right. winning. I think I'm going to not steal your pick completely. Sure. Uh, I do think the Ravens are going to take it all. I like that. I do. I think, uh, I think um, 49ers are going to beat the Packers. Yep. I think Buccaneers are going to lose Okay. Uh, this next round. Yep. Um, and I think taking the cake in the end is going to be the Ravens. Yeah. They're hot right taking now. Taking the chalk, 49ers and Ravens. You think that's the matchup? Yep. I think 49ers and Ravens. I can see that. That'd be a good It's one. very, very likely. I can see that for sure. And, you know, other stuff that's coming out to Nick Saban, the Wicked Nick Witch. Saban. He's gone. <laughs> he is. No, he, he's out. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Like, he's gone. He's, you know, tormented us LSU fans <laughs> for the last so many years. But he also started the dynasty at LSU, yeah. too. Yeah. You know, so. And, and by proxy, I guess you would say, or just a roundabout way, he also helped the Saints become what they are because he was a coach of the Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. and Drew Brees during the time after he got released from San Diego, and I may be missing up some of the details of the story, but he had two teams that he was considering, Miami, uh, which was the head coach by Nick Saban, yeah. 
there were some things on his medical, all that different stuff that didn't mesh right. and uh, something about him and Saban. And so he ends up going to New Orleans, okay. you know, and then yeah. the Saints dynasty is built. So we got a lot to be thankful for. Yeah, for old he, Nick. He, what's really, really encouraging is that like, yes, we, I say we LSU fans have had this hatred of Nick Saban for so many years, rightly so he has, they've showed up and competed, but now that he is gone the the respect is floating to the top. Yeah. Even from LSU fans, they're like, ah, man, he was a really good coach. Yeah, you know? there's there's very few uh, places in sports where you have like undoubtable goats. Yeah, and he's just the one. Yeah. You know, so it's like there's certainly there's always you can have these different debates and stuff, but it's like uh, best coaches. Yeah. That's it. It's they him. They didn't want to admit it because he was with Bama. He was active, but yeah. now that he's gone, that you know, yeah. yes, there is thankfulness. Of like, all right, maybe yeah. we won't have uh, yeah. such a hard time. But yes, he. So much respect is floating to the top. Yeah, because for sure. Of I have a uh, funny Nick Saban, Nick Saban story. I was uh, in my uh, in my eighth grade year, going into my ninth grade year. Okay. Um, Middle school, Brandon. Yeah, never played a snap of varsity football. Like, just not very good, anything like that. Um, but, you know, when you're that young, you do whatever you can to impress a girl that you like, right? Yes. And so uh, around this time, Saban's coaching LSU at this point. And uh, so this girl knows I play football, and I'm like, yeah, girl, I'm pretty good. You know, and this is the things you used to be able to get away <laughs> yeah, with. Girl, back I'm in the day, <laughs> yeah, back in the day, you could look that stuff up. And first of all, just practically speaking, I'm an eighth grader. And I told her I'm that I was getting recruited for, by a few schools. Listen, I was, <laughs> geez, I'm, I'm thankful my ego is, I don't I think we'll, I'm getting a little bit humbler, but back then, I don't know more. what I was thinking, a little bit. But uh, I told her that I had talked to a few coaches, and one of them was Nick Saban, and that he was, you know, heavy on the trail to recruit little Braden Rishu out of eighth grade, Denham Springs. And so... And she knew who he was? I'm, yeah. I'm impressed yeah, by that. Yeah, I mean, she knew who he was, or, or maybe I said, yeah, Coach LSU or whatnot. Gotcha. But um, full story, full circle, you know, I'm glad that, I'm glad that I got knocked down a peg with this, but... I was working LSU an LSU football game concessions at Amy Baptist Church. We used to raise money for church camp, and we'd go work the little concession stands, mm -hmm. right? And so we'd work those, raise money, and I was working it with this girl. Another thing I was trying to do to impress this little eighth grader to date me, you know? And uh, so you have to stay and clean the concession stand, and you yeah. don't leave. You're one of the last people to leave the stadium. Right. And so we're leaving. We're walking all the way down those big, like the, you know, the big terrace, the big concrete Pave a path you have to go down. Right. And as we're leaving the stadium, guess who our little group runs into? Oh, Nick. Oh, Nick Saban. And so we're there and our whole group is like, oh, coach, coach, coach. And they're like, he was so kind, That's... so nice, shaking hands, saying hello and everything like that after a football game. And uh, <laughs> the girl kind of nudges me. She's like, that's him, huh? The guy that you talked to. <laughs> like, boom, right there at that moment, I was found out. Hey, coach, I'm Brandon. Yeah. And uh, it was an awkward van ride back um, to Amy Baptist Church to be able to tell her, yeah, I made that up. It you wasn't know, true. Middle school feelings, man. They make you do crazy things. It makes you do crazy I'm things. I'm sorry that happened. Yep. But I'm also all very happy that that happened. I needed to be knocked out yes. of the peg. That was the Lord saying, bro, relax. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. For what are sure. the odds? Yep. Caught in the lie. Yep. That's cool. Yeah, so that's kind of what's going on. A lot of football, obviously, yeah. January, but uh, that will be one of our, you know, talking about new segments. One thing that we we try to do is talk about current events that not always going to be uh, such 
man heavy topics, of course, <laughs> it could be current events of, of anything going on. That's just kind of what's, what's pressing right now. Yeah. Um, but before getting into the rest, we want to try to give a little call to actions early. And if you get any value from this episode at all, we would be honored if you would share it with somebody, um, share it with your mom. We don't care. If you don't get any value from it, you don't have to share it. Moms love the house. Stats. Moms do love it. We actually had a house moms episode and it's, it was, it's killer. Uh, but yeah, we love for you to share it. We obviously, uh, don't want to do this and keep it a secret. We want it to grow. Right. Um, at the very least, if you don't want to share it, we'd be honored if you gave us a review. Think Spotify, you just have to tap yeah. a star. Simple. Uh, and Apple, I think you can actually type a little something, but either way, uh, we'd be honored if you do that. And of course, following us on social media, cause we're putting out some clips and really cool things for sure. on there. So, um, but yeah, kind of talking about where we've come and yeah, yeah. what we're doing in the podcast now. It's been a, it's been a fun year. It has. We set some goals and we, we hit them to do yep. it every single Monday. It's pretty we wild. We're so frequent in that. Yeah. Um, so we, we stay consistent with it, but we are tweaking it in the sense of how we format it, how often we do it, uh, who, who our audience is. Right. You know, we've, we've gone rep from episodes to real estate, to parenting, to self-help, to just fun tier ranking videos. <laughs> Disney and, tier list, yeah. you know, they're kind of all over the place. So we were kind of just throwing stuff at the wall last year and, and seeing what stuck. But, right. Uh, but there were some really fun episodes and I, I do think we are kind of zoning in on, on um, you know, who we feel like is listening, gets most value out of this. But it's fun to think about the episodes we've had in the past. Yeah. I what think, do you feel like some some uh, of your favorites were? When we started thinking and planning, okay, what's 2024 look like? What's House Dad's going to look like? Like I, I went back and, and I feel like some themes carry throughout like all our episodes, mm -hmm. you know? And so I think that's what we're most passionate about. And I think that's what like our community, and our listeners like. And so one of my favorite ones is one of the OG ones talking about work-life balance. Yeah. Does it even exist? And so I think it's something that everybody always talks about. Yeah. Does balance really exist? We kind of uh, debunked it, if you will, and yeah. said we can't really have balance. And we'll yeah. talk more about this in a little bit. It's really more of a harmony. That was one of my favorites. And then emotional intelligence was one because it's just something that a lot of people don't talk much about. Yeah. And then I had fun putting you on the spot, uh, even though you copped out and didn't answer with some would you rather stuff too. How, uh, I was probably shaking because <laughs> you wanted to marry a sister. So <laughs> a little thrown you off know. there. Anyway, but yeah. those are probably my favorites. What about you? Yeah, and I think one of your favorites was emotional intelligence because it popped off on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. that might be it. They oh yeah, until like, we got faked out. <laughs> Did we ever tell that story from here? I think we may have hinted at it, yeah. but yeah, we had some, some good views. One of the it. rules of podcasts and Rhett told me this from the beginning is like, you don't look at the numbers, right? And we try not to. You, you can look, but don't. Obsess over the numbers. And so we, you know, we try not to, but I noticed that when we posted our emotional intelligence podcast on YouTube, it popped off. It was doing like, it was dang. like thousands upon thousands yeah. upon thousands of views. And I'm like, texting Caden, texting Rhett. I'm like, y'all seeing this? It's crazy. <laughs> and then uh, went back and it looked like a week later and the view started to go so they were in the dropping direction dramatically. I'm like, did people like clear it from their history? Yeah, like, They're like, no, I hate this. It. I don't watch this anymore. <laughs> um, come to find out what is it like some bots or something yeah, like that? Got audited. YouTube's pretty uh, intense and, and rightly so of like making sure the numbers you have are pretty legit, legit, incredible. So right. they were, I think, filtering out the, uh, <laughs> I don't say bot. I don't know. I don't know what they do. I don't know what it, it is. It was a normal thing. We still have a lot of views on that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it was a good episode. I think <laughs> some of my favorites, um, man, I'm trying to think of some some topics. Work-life balance was like, yes, one of the OGs. I yeah. think that was a topic we really wanted to talk about the most. Yeah. Um, I had some fun with the, with the parenting ones in the sense of like, it just made me feel like, hey, I'm not alone. I, I we're, we're both going through the same thing. I don't know what specific one. Maybe parenting fails was one. And yeah, that was a really good one. That was a good one. Yeah. 
Um, the tier ones were really fun. Yeah. And yeah, I know we're, we're close to these, but technically it was last year, but the guest episodes, man, those were so good. getting into those. Yeah. Uh, they've been game changers for us in the sense of hearing other stories yeah. and like seeing them give them the platform um, to talk and share their story that they may not have gotten anywhere else. Otherwise, yeah. Know? So those have been really cool. Yeah. And it, it, each one of those guest episodes, and we just filmed one, which we can't wait for you to see in a couple of weeks. Yes. We kind of come in with our own mindset of like, hey, this is maybe where this goes. Mm-hmm. We have a few questions we plan to ask. And then seeing where it goes is always so much fun. Because yeah. it's like, oh, that's never where we expected it. But it comes out where we learn a lot from it. And so we think you guys do too. Yep. So, yeah. Um, one of the new segments we're going to start doing Right, is yep. some uh, some listener emails, if Ooh. you will, like a little mailbag segment. And so, um, before we got to necessarily announce this, I pulled some of my buddies who I know listen, and uh, my buddy William, shout out Will, he uh, gave me a pretty good question that uh, I love, and I'm gonna read it exactly how he sent it to me, and then I'm gonna modify it for you, Rhett, because I want to put you on the spot. Yes. So he said, if MySpace e- existed today, Caden, do you even MySpace? Does that okay? Yeah. So you know, depending on your age out there, you may or people may not people listening most likely have heard. Yeah, you MySpace. probably know what MySpace is. Well, he said, if MySpace existed today, what would your page look like? For example, the song, the background, your top eight, and he said. And where do I fall on the top eight and why is it second only after your wife? Like, I love that, that he asserted himself in the second place. Rhett, you don't have to name all eight. I no, want you to please, just, I don't. I want you to talk a little bit about like the song, the background. Oh, jeez. And why I would be second after Brandy. Yeah, I mean, business-wise, <laughs> you have to be second. Yeah, uh, yeah, it makes sense. No, MySpace, I, uh, I remember it specifically for, that top eight was so toxic in high school. Oh, I mean, so we made bad. one friend mad, you would be dropped. <laughs> What if you dropped completely? Oh, snap. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. today, if I had it, I mean, I have a lot of fun with social media, so it'd probably change a little bit here and there. But, right. Um, and knowing that we are in the business of real estate and marketing, it would probably be branded to, had you know, to be. the Sandusky group with yeah. some, some of the same colors. Yeah. Song. Uh, I mean, honestly, I would probably change that sucker every week. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, if not more than that, I'm, I love music and I change it. I, on the way here, I was <laughs> kind of your mood. Don't hurt me. I was listening to the La La Land soundtrack. Oh, my guy, <laughs> I can see that being your. I'm back. listening to to Drake and Meek Mill. Sometimes I'm listening to um, a little Chris Stapleton. I don't know what mood I'm going to be. Guy, you know, diverse. Taste. So I'm all over the place. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty uh, mature like that. with that. Um, yeah. So my song choice, I, I couldn't tell no, you. Don't. Um, but it would probably be along the theme of of you know branding wise with, yeah. with marketing. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not going to touch top eight. One, I don't even know if I have eight friends. That's a false Close statement. friends. Yeah, whatever. You know, that care about me too. Oh, dang. Shooting shot. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I but, saw a meme the other day. It was like, hey, it smells like wrong dog in here. And you say, what's wrong dog? And you say, everything. So <laughs> oh, that's maybe, bad. Maybe like I've done up dog a lot, yeah. but uh, wrong dog. That's everything. good. I'm going to add that to the dad joke repertoire. Yep. So uh, that's that's my MySpace. Yeah, yeah. What Top eight was so toxic exactly because of like, especially when you're dating somebody, it's like, oh, oh do you move your bro Ooh, back and move gross. her up? That was difficult. And then also too, it's like, if you had somebody else in the spot that they didn't have you in, it's like, wait, who's investing oh, more in this friendship? A, such a toxic thing. Um, but I'll never forget going to those third party sites and crashing my parents' computer yeah. to like find <laughs> HTML the banners <laughs> to be able to put up there and songs that you'd be able to put 
put up there. Young kids, you'll never know the struggle. That was we were coding it. It was so Middle fun, school. man. But uh, much to Caden's chagrin, I would have the song "To Be a Man" by Darius Rucker up there. Listen, if you hadn't heard that song, Darius Rucker is going to give me royalties. Listen to it. Yeah. Okay, it's on Spotify. It's going to actually talk a little bit about what we talk about today. Yeah. Brandon was asking Caden, hey, is there any way we can play this song? And Caden basically said, yeah, if you want to get sued, play it. Man. Yeah, that's how we're we fine. do it. If uh, we're going to get sued because I said it, cut that out, Caden. Yes. Know? But uh, anyway. But kind of, uh, I guess, recapping that, that is going to be a segment we do. Yeah, it's every a, week. It's a shot in the dark because we could get nothing. <laughs> yeah, please um, so send please stuff. So please stuff. <laughs> it could be a DM. Uh, it could be a, a, a email. It could be a text. Just yeah. asking us a question. You can share thoughts we just want to react to it answer it yeah but that was a good that maybe was a, good a funny story to share that you're dealing yeah. with that we can teach other people or talk to other people about we'd yep. love to be fun yeah it'd be good are we doing a story time i mean i think you could share a little okay. bit about what you're talking about madison sure story yeah uh that would be another segment yeah story time please so these will be you know they can be funny they can be uh, just something we've gone through um i won't say this has the most relevance to what we're talking about but it's still it's, i think it does it's fun so yeah. Um, we again are in January. We have come, been coming off cancellation of schools because of <laughs> weather, uh, holidays, and just uh, not a lot of school and routine has been happening. So we've been having a little, uh, you know, kids when they're not in routine, it's rough. Yeah. Very rough. So behaviorally, specifically, and um, our four-year-old has been giving us a run for our money. And there was one night where we were doing, doing a little get, family get-together with Brandy's family. And we stayed up past bedtime. Yeah, that's at the, the grandparents worst. getting filled up with sweets. Yeah, she was like begging to go to sleep. She was just so tired. Yeah, and she, you know, of course, you don't say, "I want to go to sleep." You act out, and it was just, yeah, it was tough. So finally, got her to bed. And the next morning came. I was able to get up, kind of do my thing, and then it hit me. I'm like, "Oh no, we have a hatch light." Yeah, and they change we colors when it's time to wake up. Yeah. We had it set for school time. Right. And granted, still they still wake up pretty early sometimes, but I'm like. There's no way she's going to wake up before this light. She was tired. Right. If she wakes up too soon, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. So I grabbed Brandy's phone. It's hooked up to hers. I had to go try to like change <laughs> Dude, the light. So is ours. Courtney's is hooked it's, up. And I have yeah. to, I can't do it from my room. I have to go up to the stair, like yeah. a certain point because the Wi-Fi didn't connect. So I'm trying to get it connect. It won't connect. And yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Right. So I, I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to, it goes off at 635. This is 632. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have to manually do this. I'm going to have to be waiting for it to change, and I'm going to have to hurry up and tap it to right, change it. Right. So like that, that's the game plan. Sitting there, watching, the, watching my phone, <laughs> 6.35 pops up, changes green, silent. And I'm like, all right, game really time. Yeah. I try to do it real quick. What am I doing? I'm changing the color. I'm changing the sound. It's like a rave in there, basically. <laughs> she, she wakes up. <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> no, she was like, <laughs> like it was, it was not pretty not rough day because she woke up early, yeah. but, uh, yeah. it, it's been tough, man. Getting that yeah. routine back. <laughs> I think it's the perfect place to start <laughs> because as dads and, and just men, you know, like there's a lot expected of us, Yep. you know, or, or there should be a lot expected of us. Yeah, I'm yeah. not, uh, we're not downplaying the expectations or, or, or like kind of what you set for yourself or others set for you. I think it's just hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, this is not going to be a podcast that you come to today and it's like, oh, just two dudes venting about how hard it right. is or, uh, you know, just just a therapy session. But this is a safe space. And I don't think a lot of times we talk about all the places that we're pulled. Right. We're spinning a million different plates. We're trying to do all these things well. And, and a lot of times you're just like, man, this is rough. 
This is hard. Yeah. And so that's why that Darius Rucker song, To Be a Man, kind of spun, spun my wheels. I don't ride around looking at, listening to that song and, and have tears in my eyes. But I but just it can listen. put tears in the eyes. It was no, a good it can. Song. It can. The it, words. It, it just makes you think about like all these directions you're pulled in. Right. And, and you're trying your best and you always feel like there's an area that you can do better. And yeah. you're like, man, I'm really trying. But I just, so much you expect, like, Okay, I, I want to work out and I want to I want to eat better. It's mm-hmm. like okay, but that takes time and planning and money. Okay, well I, I want to make sure I'm providing for my family not only now but in the future, and I want to make sure that I'm being a good husband and planning date night. I want to make sure I'm being present and being a dad and doing. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And so, and then also too, you have this like societal uh, pressure mm-hmm. that it, it, it's like there's only two dads. There's mm-hmm. only two father figures, only two types of men that you can have. And there's no in between. You got that toxic masculinity mm-hmm. that, uh, I think is a little bit more, you know, previous generations, but it's the tough dad, the hard dad. He just goes to work and comes home, takes his pants off and sits on the recliner and watches TV. Give me a beer. You know, yeah, like it's like, yeah. that's the, you know, dad doesn't show emotions. Dad doesn't cry. Dad do, doesn't do those things. So you've got that, um, that's in TV and, and pushed and shown everywhere, which is not healthy. Obviously, no. we'll talk about that. Now, wouldn't worse thing. But then you've got, then you've got the other side of I think a lot of sitcoms and TV shows and stuff today. It's like where dad is completely helpless. Idiot. <laughs> yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah. He's always like, God, if if he didn't have his wife, yep. he would do absolutely nothing right. 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 Now we are both very thankful for our wives yes. and, and they are our better halves clearly, but it's like, no dad's capable. Dad yeah. can do things. He's for not sure. an idiot. He's not to be, you know, just totally tossed out mm-hmm. and, and doesn't help anything. And so it, because being a dad is a 24 seven job and it's got its different sets of, of challenges. It's just, you know, Maybe a little bit of event session. Maybe I shouldn't have said <laughs> up front that it's not event session or therapy altogether. It's it just might, an honest, honest conversation. It is. Yeah. It, that's that's what it is. And so I guess, what do you think? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Like of just complexity of all this. Like when it like the challenges of being a dad. Yeah. Well, so first I want to give a disclaimer too. Yeah. A lot of I feel like a lot of moms, even especially after our wives have yeah, listened, for sure. maybe listening to this. We are not downplaying motherhood no, whatsoever. Sure. I don't think it's a competition of whose job is harder. No, no we we are we're both we're all on the same team, striving yeah. for the the same thing. Um, we're just obviously coming from the point of view of hardworking dads. Dads, right? Um, so I, I guess you know what comes to mind there is I, I think you're right. I guess immediately you kind of go to all right. How was how was my dad, or how was That's how was my father in law yeah. to mm-hmm. to my wife and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, um, you know, I, I think it, it's, uh, it kind of goes to, I've kind of shared it in the past episode of like, I don't like a lot of the stereotypes of like that. I feel like the toxic dad is, is definitely more relevant. I yeah. say not more relevant, but like more than you think. Yeah. I think um, so too. Of, and I even, you know, yesterday one of the girls got hurt and I said, Hey, you know what I do when I get hurt? I go, I'm strong. I don't right. have to, I'm not hurt. And I'm like, I'm thinking, ah. I know. I think I should probably say, I know. hey, it's okay to be sad yeah. and upset. So yeah. that bled into me. So I'm thinking, all right, was I, was I raised like the that? Same, you know? same, like literally Max is just running through the living room. He slips and he falls and he was being dramatic. Yeah. Right. Yes, he was. His feelings were hurt, but he wasn't hurt. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, get off, knock it off. Like, get up, knock it off. You're yeah. good. You're good. And Courtney was like, it's okay for him to be upset for yeah. me. So yeah, you still have that rubbing. I'm like, I know. Verini does the same thing to me. When, when the girls get hurt, um, I immediately say, you're okay, you're okay. And she'll correct me sometimes. Like, hey, 
they're not okay. Right, right. They, they didn't get hurt. <laughs> yeah. they get they're hurt. bleeding. I'm yeah. like, I'm just trying to get the mind off of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, hardworking dads, thinking of like what comes to mind with the struggles. You're right. It's the... Uh, it's the balance, it's yeah. the, the attempted balance, which we've said we've yeah. bumped. It's the harmony that we strive for. Um, the the feeling of providing, I think is, uh, it's hard to grasp and not to put it, you know, into the, the wife's court by any means of like, hey, you should understand more, but like that is a pressure that just yeah. feels hard to explain. It is. Especially in our industry. Especially so, when you never know when the next paycheck's yeah, coming. Yeah, there's the ups and downs of business, but there's also like, all right, we don't have a nine to five. If I'm not working, I feel guilty. But if I'm working, if I am going to work and I'm not being efficient with my time, I feel guilty because yeah. it could be with them. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of pull, tugging and pulling, especially with like the holidays of like, all right, I want to, like today, the girls are out of school. A lot right. of kids are out of school. I'm like, but I have to work, but also don't want to go home and, like everything just be a mess because you know it's it's a hard time doing that. Right. I want to be there to help. So, where do we show up? That's the, sometimes you do have to say no to one thing. It may look like you're being a jerk, right? But trying to give the vision of hey, I'm doing it for this. Does right. that make sense? Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it, it it's especially hard in our industry or any place where you own a business or you work for yourself is you're trading. Time for money in a lot of places, mm -hmm. and and it's hard to say. Okay, I can't do that family thing right now. Yeah, because you can, you know, you, you yeah, can. Yeah. But it's what are you choosing to sacrifice? And that's what we've talked about in previous episodes and throughout all of this is that there's no balance. It's no okay. Four hours at home and four hours at work equals the perfect balance. Right. It's never that. It's a <laughs> no. harmony of okay, something's going to slip through the cracks. What 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 should slip through the cracks right now yeah. during this time? What is the priority? What is most important? Yep. And it's not as simple as saying, okay, well, family time is most important. So I'm going to spend six hours there and four hours at work. Yeah. It's, no. it's never just that simple. No. And so it's it's always hard to think about that and then execute that yes. and keep those things in line. And we have some examples. I mean, of course, we give examples of our industry. Yeah, like yeah. We're pretty flexible. Sure. We're, we can kind of make our schedules right. uh, to an extent. Right. But, you know, there are working dads who, who they work shift work or they work a nine to five where they don't have the ability to help other than before nine or after five. Right. We have examples of, we didn't write it down here, you may be able to talk to it, like military families, yeah. like deployment, like yeah. just being away and, and not being able to come and, and help. But yeah. you feel like you're you're serving in more capacities than just your family, obviously your country. Um, so you have to you know adjust to your work schedule, um, worry about providing not just for this month's paycheck or this month's groceries um, and tuition. You're thinking about, I mean, you're about to get a girl. Yeah. You've got two girls. I'm thinking about crap Planning weddings for a wedding. Hopefully they don't ever get married. I don't have to pay for that. Yeah. yeah uh, no, yeah. but in then high school, you think, all right, I got to get them a car. Yeah. Do they yeah. share a car? You're thinking of the, you got to think about the future, what you can, yeah. you know, save up and provide for. And all on top of all of that, you got to be, you got to come home and you got to be turned on emotionally. You got to be emotionally present. You got to yeah. be on in the sense of, Hey, you know, it's okay to cry. Like those learning lessons, right. you got to be able to Right. Show up for that. Teaching and loving on your kids. And so that's, it, it's, it's, you pulled in a lot of different directions. And I, that, that's what I, I feel for like my brother and I won't go into it too much, but you know, being in the military and his family in the demand that is yeah. where it's like, Oh, well, no, first I have to answer to this right. and I'm going for months at a time yep. or, you know, in a different, in a lesser, but still important place is like, you know, shift workers and, and working nights and days. And, you know, some of the girls in our office, their husbands and significant others do that. And it's like, I couldn't imagine having to try and be 
a, a dad, a, a husband, a significant other, to be all those things when it's like I'm sleeping during the day, working at night, and yeah. trying to be present and available for my family. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, it, regardless of the field, the industry, the demands, the pressures, and all that is tough. Yep. And then on top of that, I, like you said, one of the things that catches me and hits me, it's like, man, I'm trying to make sure I got the next three months, six months, 12 months straight. <laughs> and then you're like, wait, I got to have some kind of retirement set up and my investment straight. And yeah. so it's like, man, that's why it, it, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And, and I think those pressures kind of go back to what you were talking about. They they cause, I think, a lot of men to go towards either the toxic masculinity that's or it, dude. The, 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 all right, well, I'm, I'm on at work, so at home I'm dumb. I'm just, <laughs> tell me what to do, wife. Yes, you know? ma'am, whatever. Yep. You're yep. just absent. And, dude, I think that's the perfect place. It's because I think in anything in life, the the you don't fail if you don't try. Yeah. And so the, 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 the place that most dads take is say, well, I'm just not going to try. Yeah. And we don't say that or we don't admit that. It's like, well, I'm not going to really try and be that that present mm. because it's just too much demanded of me. And so if I try that and I fail and I fall short, well, then that's embarrassing. Yeah. Or that that exposes me. Yeah. Or it gives me that level of accountability that I want. So instead, I'm just going to be totally stoic, totally cut off totally removed and detached emotionally. Or like you said, it's like, well, or I'm just going to be like, okay, yes, ma'am, whatever. And, and just not have any leadership in your home. Right. You're not just going to, you're being led. Yes. You should be the leader. Yes. And, and so not to mention on top of all the, the, the spiritual leadership of your home yeah. is such an important part of all of it. And so I think that's where those two uh, ends of the pendulum, what type of dad you can be, but but really it's supposed to be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Right. And then stacking on top of that, like, I've I've read in some different articles like the superhero syndrome, yeah, where it's like, oh well, it, it, dads are just expected to be able to fix it all, yeah, and it's like, man, I'm never going to be the dad that is like just totally doing all of the work around the house. Yeah. Like I pay a guy to cut my grass. <laughs> like it just, mm-hmm. that's uh, like I had to decide, okay, am I going to take that time out of my work and family schedule or no, my buddy Taylor's got the grass, yeah. you know? And same thing is like, man, if we got an issue with the cars, we bring it to the dealership. <laughs> I, my dad you is know? the type, he knows how to fix everything. He has a tool for everything. Yeah. I've often felt the pressures of like, man, I, I guess I got to be like that. I'm not You're like not. that. I told Brandy, like, look, I'm not handy. I asked for Christmas this year. I asked for, I was like, maybe I can use some tools. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> give, you go right? give me a tool yeah, set. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah, there's that, there's that pressure to feel like you do have to fix a lot of things yeah. and just step in yeah. and not address the issue, but just try to fix the problem and numb it. And that pressure, and we talked about this in the episode with the wives, that's something that both of us do and we shouldn't do it as much is we feel like we need to be the superhero. So anytime our wives or our children come to us with an issue, it's always, we need to fix it as opposed to sometimes just listening. Sometimes I get that with my boys, like, like when Max fell, it's like, okay, let me fix this Mm -hmm. as opposed to just being there with them. He didn't need to fix Nope. And so same with our wives and all that too, you know, it's, it's, it's just important for us to not fall into either one of those stereotypes, yeah, for sure. right? We do that. Obviously opening communication is huge, but you know, I, I think that, um, the biggest thing and we're getting away from just teaching and preaching and coming yeah. up with bullet points and uh-huh. stuff, but the one under like when we did every other episode, we started with point number one and it was the same thing every yep. single time because it's the place that all of our issues have to start and it's with gratitude. Yep. Like what a freaking honor it is to wear the badge that you wear. Yep. Whatever it is. Like if you're a dad, if you're a husband, if you're a significant other, if you're just a man, like 
be proud of it, be thankful for it, be grateful for it. You know, and, and it brings me back in perspective. Like I, I've got two guys that I know that would give anything to be a dad yeah. would be, it would give anything to have the issues that I have. For sure. Right. And so like, you know, if you were longing for that for a point of time, don't ever forget that. Be grateful for that. Mm -hmm. And I've got a friend who just found out he was going to be a dad after like a long time of trying. And it's just that freedom, that celebration, that excitement. And it's just like, man, don't ever take that for granted because if you take it for granted, you'll never have to lose a thing. It could just be taken from you. Absolutely, man. So it It it, is an honor. Yeah, Yeah. it's an honor. That's a big deal. And it's not an accident that each one of our episodes before started with being grateful. Every time we started writing, like, all right, this is where we begin. That's the foundation. Every time, man. Um, Yeah, you're right. Perspective is is just, it's key. You know, you gotta, you gotta just kind of step back and think, you know what, this is an honor to do. Um, You you can't do anything about it. You're in it. So like, enjoy it. And see how honor, how honorable it is. But, you know, again, not knocking moms, you guys are everything too, but like, Dads are pretty resilient, man. Mm-hmm. We, um, you know, we we bounce back. We have to go through some things, and uh, especially the older you get, you know, you just you, more things are thrown at you. And yeah, we're the stable constant. We should be the stable constant leader in our house. Yeah. So we are the filter through of of those things coming in, and how we react and respond to them is being an example to our kids and our wives. So we we are resilient. And if you feel like you're not, I mean. I think you're more resilient than you think you are. Yeah. Um, something you know that I've that I've had to be resilient uh, of recently is my dad. Speaking of dads, he's in he's in the hospital. He's been in the hospital for about a month now. Yeah. And um, it's been tough to see him. You know, being he's he's the dad. He's the strong person, and now yeah. he's he's the weakest. He can't do much. He can't even walk right now. Yeah. Uh, mom's going through a lot. And then you know it all happened around Christmas time. And what's what's what are your kids thinking of during Christmas time? They Presence, presence, right? That's Obviously, it. I'm I'm going through like sure. seeing my mom hurt, my dad hurt. Yeah. So my mom came to visit after a while um, to bring some presents to the girls, and I I you know told my told my kids I was like, hey, you're excited about the presents, I know. Sure. But Nene hasn't seen you for a long. Yes, her name's Nene. I love that. They did not give her that name. My other nieces did. Terrible one. Um, Your dad's name is Whip. <laughs> watch me whip. Watch me. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I had to give them the pep talk of like, look, yes, you're getting presents, but Nene is so excited to see you. I need you to like, you know, ask how Papa is and, and whatever. And I wouldn't say it went in one ear right out the other, oh, but of yeah. course they see the yeah. presents and they light up and yeah. they didn't, you know, necessarily give my sure. mom the the compassion that I wanted them to. Yeah. And I've got to, I've got to suck that up and, and be resilient and yeah. say, you know, give them that teaching moment. Yeah. I'm going through the same thing and I have to make sure that they understand that. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, when my dad was, you know, growing up, the resiliency he showed, he's, he's changed. He's been in real estate yeah. and then insurance and real estate and being in real estate, we know it's a stressful yeah. thing. I never once saw him really stress, yeah. at least in front of me, sure. about career changes, providing. Yeah. So he, he, you know, that's a lot to yeah. go through. Um, yeah. 1099 employee, you're providing, yeah. you know, it's, it's huge. Um, he, and I never saw that. I never saw him like say, hey, we're, we're not doing well. Like yeah. he, he always kept that steady. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the resiliency that we're talking about is like what I mentioned earlier is it is just the attempt. It is just mm-hmm. the trying. Because I always saw that with my dad too. It's like he he may have not always gotten it right. Right. He he didn't do everything perfect, but he never did not try. Right. And so like I, I think that's the worst thing that we could do as dads and as men is just not try. Yep. If we just pack it in and just say, Oh well, I'm not gonna be that because my dad wasn't that for me, well then that 
that, man, that, that's the worst thing that we can yeah. do is just not try. And so like being emotionally attached, we need to try it. Yep. You know what I mean? Being present for our children. We need to try it. Being the best provider that we can be. We need to try it. Yeah. And what I think we find ourselves is that when we make that attempt, we may, you know, fall a little bit higher, a little bit lower than where we expected us to be. Right. But if it's lower, well, then at least we can grow. Mm-hmm. And if it's better, it's like, oh, snap, I'm better than this than I thought that I was. And then we're starting things and instilling things and growing things in our children right. and our spouses and in the people around us that it's like, okay, that resiliency of getting knocked down, but getting back up yeah. is what separates good dads from bad dads. It's not that we get it right. Yeah. It, it, it's not that we are always perfect. It's that we try Yeah, and we don't stop mm-hmm. trying. So yeah, there's no, no denying that the tug and pull and the hard you know, just the struggles that a hardworking dad goes through, right? We're not denying that. But, you know, as we as we talk about these things and speaking, preaching to the choir here, or I'm trying to learn and practice what I preach here, but like notice as we say those things, a superhero syndrome, yeah, um, toxic masculinity, or just kind of sitting by the wayside and being, you know, letting the wife lead, you know, try to notice and see if you fall into any of those camps, right? Yeah, and if you good. do, you know, get, get, your, get your spark up and... Um, change it for lack of better words. Right. So find and challenge yourself to find that and fight and get that perspective of just being grateful that you have the honor to be a dad. You have uh, the ability to work hard, right? Um, There's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days, but it doesn't necessarily have to label life as bad, you know? Yeah. And it's so important too, to surround yourself with other people who are like taking pride in being a good dad, being a good man, being a good husband. You know, there's nothing I hate more, man, than getting in a group of guys and they're just complaining about their kids, yeah. complaining about their spouse. There's a difference, man. Rhett and I get together, we'll vent about a tough night that Madison had mm-hmm. or a tough day that Lucas had. But it's different when it's like I, you, you lack that gratitude and yeah. it's just complaining as opposed to saying, hey, man, y'all going through this? Yes, yeah. we're going through yeah. it. And that's what we're doing here today. That's why I said it was going to be a little therapy session. Mm-hmm. But we're not complaining about it. We see yeah. it as a badge of honor and it's like we're going to do something about it. And if you see a dad doing a good job, tell like, man, I love how you take care of your children. Sure. I love how you love on your children. You're not detached from your children. It's something that we need to praise more in, in a bunch of a community with a bunch of guys right. is to say like, no, nah, being a good dad is a badge of honor. Yeah. You know, and I tell that like, I, I love like finding stuff in common with your kids to continue to invest in, even if it's not just what you love, like continuing to grow that relationship mm-hmm. with them. There's, there's people that I know that I tell them, I'm like, I love the relationship you have with your kids. So I want to follow more of you yeah. to figure out what the heck you're doing. It's yep. big. It's huge. Yeah. It's, huge. it is reassuring to like, know, you know, the struggles you're going through and you feel to know other people are going through it. Yep. So this might've been like, felt like a little therapy event session. Yeah. Um, you know, again, we're, we're going through stuff. Yeah, we we want you to see that you're not alone and, and hopefully it resonated with yeah. you. And if nobody's telling you to all the hardworking dads out there, to the guys who are trying and not giving up, we see you. Yep. You know, so we're glad that you're here. And in in this next year, that's what we're really trying to create this space for. Not just dads, but but for guys. And, and look, I know that there's probably a lot of moms and mm-hmm. ladies who watch this episode. And, and maybe it's just, hey, you, you see some things in your fella that maybe he could do better. But it's like the try, like it's not the gap. It's the attempt that we need. And so, uh, you know, regardless of who's watching this, you're not alone. <laughs> right. We're dealing with it and walking through it with you. And so... 
In closing, man, if, if you got a funny story or something to share with us, yes. a question, serious, funny, it could be like the MySpace one. It could be funny or it can be serious. We really encourage you. It'd probably be easiest, I'd say, to probably just DM us on the on the House Dads page on Instagram or Facebook. So yep. it goes to both of us and our team. And we'll put it in a rotation. We yes. promise. We'll shout you out if you want to be shouted yeah. out. We'll give you a little shout out on the episode. But anything else? No, man, good. Cool. Thank you guys for being here. We'll see you next time. See ya.